play it once, Brian, for old time's sake. I don't know what you mean, Max. Play it, Brian. Play the uncasting intro. Oh, I can't remember it, Max. I'm a little rusty on it. I'll hum it for you. Welcome to Uncasting, everyone. I'm your co-host, Max. And I'm your other co-host, Brian. And today, we are talking about the 1942 film, Casablanca, starring Humphrey Bogart, Ingrid Bergman, and Paul Henreid. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, you've seen this movie, yes? Yeah, it's been been a while, but, okay. and I've also been to Casablanca in Morocco. Yes, 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 I remember I had, that. Had to get that out of the way. So yeah, <laughs> I, have, I watched it in preparation before I went there, and... Um, so yes, I, I have seen this very old movie. Yes, so old it's got Nazis in it. Well, I, th- <laughs> I think we still have Nazis today. Sadly, yes. Um, but these were Nazis who could be beaten. I think all Nazis can get beaten. <laughs> you just gotta use your fists sometimes. No, we're not a political podcast. Not yet. yet. <laughs> Uh, shall we get into it? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's give a brief description of what the movie Casablanca is. For those of you who have not seen it, it is a love story. It is a classic love story. Classic love triangle. Yeah, the, the one of the very first love triangles on film. Uh, Humphrey Bogart plays a kind of neutral guy who runs a bar in Casablanca, which is kind of an exit point for people fleeing Europe uh, as the Nazis march across Europe. And into this bar walks a woman he once loved and the man she's been married to this whole time. (laughs) Yeah, and it just gets a little bit more complicated from there and eventually um, I think we've all seen that classic clip of them on the airstrip and that classic those classic lines. Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, so we're doing that movie today. So yes. Yeah, let's let's get right into the nitty gritty. Right. Who we're gonna recast? So are we gonna do a modern update, or are we yes. gonna do a like a still set it in World War Two? Were you thinking? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I would still do. I would do it with modern. This is my thoughts. Um, I would still do it as a modern, modern version of that same story. There really isn't. There really isn't the same feel of, you know, the whole world in flames yet if you set it in a modern time period. Although I have I have uh, read and seen other adaptations of the same triangle done in other genres. There was a... Uh, okay, we're, we're going to get into diversions. <laughs> there was a... Um, I believe it was a Larry Niven... Set in the Larry Niven's known universe version of this story, um, with you know Kazintis and puppeteers and uh, in a kind of a science fictional area, um, but that was a very loose adaptation. 
But for me, I would just want to update it with modern actors, maybe a little more of a modern sensibility, but still set it during um, World War II, the height of World War II. How yeah, about you? That's kind of what how when I did my picks, I I imagined this was going to be a remake and still set it in the same time period. Um, it'd be cool to see it, I guess, in a modern in a modern time period. But yeah, I don't think we've had that scale of a war we've had long wars in the past 20 years but we haven't had that grand scale of a war where the whole world was fighting fighting one bad set of ideals mm-hmm. and i think you would it would lose something if we tried to set it into a modern setting it wouldn't be exactly the same it would like you said it'd be like a love triangle story mm-hmm. that'd be loosely based on it so yeah i i envisioned this was just a remake of casablanca with New actors. All right. Well, let's start with Rick. Okay. Want me to go first? Sure. Okay. So for Rick, the main character and owner of the bar, I was thinking um, either Ryan Reynolds. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or um, Anthony Mackie. Oh. Okay. Spoiler alert. I also chose Anthony Mackie as one of my picks. For Rick or for? For Rick. Okay. Yeah. Like, literally, for Rick. <laughs> Anthony Mackie, uh, a.k.a. Uh, the Falcon from yep. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And he was in some... Uh, the Adjustment Bureau, he was in that as well. He's been in a lot of things, and mm-hmm. I think, yeah, he's... He's a um, very charismatic actor. Yeah, very. And um, that's kind of who, I, who I'd who i want Rick to be, a little charismatic, but still, he can still play a cynical character. and Cynical, but still has kind of a core honor... Yeah, and that kind of of charm. And either Ryan Reynolds or Anthony Mackie, in in my opinion, I think could play that role pretty well. I think so. Who'd you choose? Who's your other choice? My other choice. So when I did my picks, um, as always, you know, I picked two two different actors for each role that we decided to pick. But for my second choices, there's a theme and maybe... As I as I announce them, it'll become obvious, and then I can talk about it then. But I I don't want to. I want to do a little tease, a little you know build up. So, um, other than Anthony Mackie, who we apparently both agree is a perfect choice for uh, Rick, uh, Jennifer Connelly. Okay. Um. Again, I think she could do that same kind of charismatic, world weary. Um cynical but with that core sense of honor i think she would do a really well really good job of that um i don't know if she's been in much lately um but maybe that would be a role that would entice her to come back to the film Uh, yeah i think yeah that would we never really worry about whether we can actually get these people or not right but uh, right that would be that would be my pitch to her is like i really see you and i can i can really see you playing this role very well yeah i think yeah that's the whole point is we're just trying to we're picking our dream cast whether they want to or not mm-hmm. they're getting sucked into our <laughs> casting director bill right. yeah uncasting studios presents casablanca okay i can see it now <laughs> <laughs> our name in lights well, okay, the, the actors' names and lights. We're just kind of the we the we get a credit. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, Ilsa, Ilsa, 
Ilsa or is it Elsa? It's Ilsa. Okay. Um, Not, do you want to build a snowman, Elsa? That's Elsa. Yeah, with an E. This is right. two L's, Vowels right? are tricky. Um, Ilsa. So who did you have for Ilsa? Uh, my first choice, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Ooh. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. You pronounced um, it better than I do. Uh, beautiful, obviously very intelligent, um, but someone who is kind of torn between two loves. There's, you know, her husband, who's um, an idealistic hero, and then there's Rick, the man that she fell in love with in Paris um, when she thought her husband was dead. So uh, she has a difficult choice to make. She war, does. War never changes. Yeah, these choices will have consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and my second choice for my concept version of Casablanca, Gwyneth Paltrow. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. You kind of see where I'm going here, but... Uh, yeah, I, we'll... I think I figured it out. <laughs> uh, what about you? What about you, Phyllis? Um, I chose... Um, for one of my uh, one of my choices was a uh, Gail Gadot, Wonder Woman. Okay, uh, I believe that's Gal Gadot. Gadot. Okay. Yes. Um, I, and when I was choosing for Ilsa, um, I didn't really want to pick like the kind of flimsy female characters that were written back in the forties. Kind mm-hmm. of, I would really like to have more character de- development with with her. Have them have more, maybe more agency. More, more agency, maybe more, I guess, independence, not really relying on either man as much, but still wanting to be with, having to make the choice to be with either one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Wonder Woman, Gail Gadot, would definitely fill that role that I, I can envision for her. And same with the other one. I chose Rachel Wise from The Mummy. Mm-hmm. Definitely both of those. Oh, yeah. Were, women play strong female characters and if she's on the leading bill of the movie i think she should definitely have more of a role in the movie in this movie mhm what kind of what kind of scenes would you write for ilsa i don't know um what other things do you think she could do i don't know play just maybe play a bigger role in things i'm kind of maybe like there's oh. a whole subplot of the uh, the transit papers that they need to get out. Maybe she's more active in... Uh, Maybe, yeah, more active sunch- in getting hunting, that. Uh, searching. I tried to combine the words searching and hunting, and it came out sunting. Sunting, yeah. yeah. She, so she could be sunting for some papers, <laughs> for those papers. <laughs> Maybe we could see more, yeah, more shots of that and her taking control of the situation when either of the uh, lovers couldn't decide on what to do or something. Mm-hmm. Not so much in a com- comedic role, but it it can have that kind of undertones a little bit too. Like these two men are supposed to know what they're doing and they can't that can't get be, their shit together. That would be funny. Yeah, and very true. Yeah, I mean Rick. Rick's the hero of the story, but he really did just run away and open up a bar. Like I'm not getting involved in. Uh, there's a lot, and that's a quote from the movie. I stick my neck out for no one. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of reminds sure. me of Archer. Hide just... in your shell. Hide in your shell. 
while Nazis are marching across kind of like world. Archer, where I'm just going to run away from all my problems and <laughs> right. open up a bar and <laughs> right. fall in love with beautiful women. All right, Casablanca, Danger Island. You heard it here first. Okay. Uh, who else? Who do you want to do next? Um, well, the the top three, the second, the third person would be Victor Laszlo. Okay, the That's hero. Who did you have for Victor Laszlo? Okay, a man given to speeches. I have a lot to say about this movie. It's one of my yeah. all-time favorites. <laughs> it is a good movie. I like it. It's probably in my top twenty movies that I love. Um, okay. I chose uh, Benicio del kind of Toro. A... Benicio del Toro. Oh, as Laszlo. I like that. Yeah, I think I like that. I'm kind of picturing him. Uh, He's a, a little over the top, to like hate. he is in uh, uh, Rogue One. No, well, yeah, he's there. He's kind of no, like, no, not Rogue One. Um, Last Jedi. Yeah, uh, no, I'm thinking of uh, I'm thinking of him from um, the Hunter Thompson movie, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. A little, a little kind of out there. Um, yeah, I was thinking more. Oh, of, you just gave me an, oh. from the Last Jedi, kind of like he's a character you love I'm to hate. Have to call an audible on one of my picks. Yeah. So yeah, I think he would he would just nail the character perfectly, especially with Anthony Mackie as Rick mm-hmm. and either a female lead, uh, Rachel or Gal. Um, my other choice too, I think, would definitely be just as good as uh, Benicio is a uh, Peter Serafinovich. Okay, plays the Tick on I think Amazon's right uh, reboot of that series. Right, he's in Shaun of the Dead. He's in Star Wars, and he's just kind of that character you love to hate. Was he... He wasn't the villain in Guardians... No, that was... Uh, no, I was thinking of someone else. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he was uh, one of the Nova guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. What a bunch of a I was thinking... Right, right. He <laughs> plays one of the... Uh, uh, Nova Corps guys. Nova Corps, yes. He has yes. a name, but I can't remember the name of his right. character. But yeah, either one of those actors, I think, would play Laszlo. Oh, that's a very funny choice for Victor Laszlo. Yeah. The more I think about that, the more I think yeah, and, that would yeah, be... Yeah, and Peter has a huge range of what he can do. He can either be goofy funny like the Tick or mm-hmm. serious and kind of a kind of an a-hole in Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who'd you choose? Well, so my first choice... Um, like I said, I'm trying to think if I should pull an audible on this. Do if it. If I can pull this off. Do it. Um, uh, thinking of the na- the actor's name. Um, Forrest Whitaker. Ooh. Right. Because you said Rogue One and, uh, and Benicio Del Toro, and that made me think of, uh, uh, what's his name? Guerrera. Uh, the, in Rogue One, yeah, the soul, the, uh, the, the kind of he's trooper. the re, he's the rebel guy who's like you know he's like the renegade re, rebellion guy. Yeah, he's a stormtrooper. Do anything, who didn't follow order. Do 66. anything, yeah, anything at any cost to defeat the Empire. It's like he doesn't care. He'll pay that pay that price. He's or that renegade option, a massive. Right, right. Um, oh, that would be just a that would just be an incredibly. Yeah, yeah, I like that. <laughs> All three of the choices yeah, we picked are are awesome for that role. 
Uh, so hang on. I'm updating my notes. Bear with me. Okay. Um, Who's your other this choice? This is just scintillating uh, <laughs> yeah, so podcasting. Who'd... And then for my second uh, second choice, uh, kind of high concept, and then and then I can talk about the concept, which people have probably already guessed already, uh, Kate Blanchett. Ooh. As uh, Victor Laszlo. Yeah. I or like perhaps that. Victoria Laszlo. Um, and of course, my, my high concept is like a gender bent or, you know, almost all female version of Casablanca. I think yeah. it would be amazing. That would. I would. Because, I would you know, lesbians did exist back in World War II. Yeah. It's, it's known. Um, and that would be an interesting, that would add an interesting, because they weren't necessarily, although. My understanding, and okay, I am not a historian, so I just want to preface this with I'm just a guy who knows a few things, little bits and pieces and stuff. But my understanding is that uh, Germany, and particularly Berlin, before the rise to power of the Nazis, was a very cosmopolitan city, and they had, I mean, like, uh, transgender people were fairly well accepted and and known in society, uh, gay and lesbian uh, people were kind of fairly well known and stuff, and a lot of the rise of the fascists was in response, you know, and uh, a backlash, if you will, to that. So that would add another layer to the love triangle between uh, Rick, Ilsa, and Victoria Laszlo. I yeah. think um, I've watched that movie. Yeah, and I like I like that. It would it would like I said. When I said it's with modern sensibilities, that's what I was talking about. Adding kind of a more modern sensibility and, trying to make and it a little, little bit, bit more depth to and kind of making a little tragedy bit more real of the too. rise of the fascists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't ignore a lot of that population of people. They did exist, and it would yeah. be cool to see that on film in that era. We we I don't think they make movies too often. Well, they're starting to make them a little bit nowadays more mm -hmm. that kind of real, but it'd be nice to have a little bit more representation of what the time period was. And if for some reason in the near future aliens come and they see these historical documents, <laughs> they're going to be really confused about what's going on and we can't erase history too. Is that, are you hinting at a future episode? Uh, Galaxy Quest? <laughs> historical <laughs> documents. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so next up, then the main characters uh, for the good guys would be Sam. Sam, yeah, the sidekick, the musical genius. Musical genius. He was kind of a witness to the passionate love affair of uh, Rick and Elsa in Paris. Yeah, but uh, kind of stuck with Rick when uh, Rick moved to Casablanca. Um, my first choice, um, for the wacky sidekick kind of guy, Sam Rockwell. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really like him. He's, he's a chameleon. He can play so many different parts. Um, and it would be fun to see him, uh, bounce off of, uh, Anthony Mackie, I think. I think, yeah, that would be cool to see. And my second choice for the wacky sidekick in my high concept uh, gender bent version is Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She Comedic definitely. talent. <laughs> um, I don't know if she can sing, but you know, 
maybe she can. Um, I don't know that I've ever seen her sing, but uh, yeah, she would be fun in that role. I yeah, think. definitely. I would. I like that a lot. Um, I kind of chose the, uh, a little bit of a comedic, comedic element for uh, when I was trying to choose Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'll do the first one. I chose um, Don Cheeto, okay. also known as War Machine. Right. The Iron Patriot. Right. Um, Hotel Rwanda. Hotel Rwanda. He's a phenomenal actor. He is super funny and witty, especially in the Marvel Universe. And I would kind of want that. And I definitely Oscar nominee, Oscar, Oscar winner. He, yeah, I think he did. Let me did. Google that while you keep talking. Um, but yeah, I think he would bounce off of Anthony Mackie really well. Um, nah, I don't think he would, I'd want him to be a sidekick, but he would just kind of be a that kind of like uh, balancing force for Anthony Mackie when and giving a different perspective because they've known each other for so long, and they would both would be just really funny together. Um, the other one, I chose a local, um, a local, I don't know if she does film, but she is definitely a singer, um, was, and she is hilarious. Real, real-time follow-up, Don Cheadle was nominated for his uh, leading role in Hotel Rwanda, but apparently did not win. He should have won. Should have won. Um, but yeah, um, I was, for the next choice for Sam, it is a local she is a singer. She's very funny. <laughs> um, I chose none other than Storm Large. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Storm. Come yeah. on our podcast and sing as time goes by. Yeah. That would be awesome. And I think she, I don't know if she <laughs> would want to, but I would love to see her play Sam. And she is funny, and I think she would do a phenomenal job in that remake, and she can definitely sing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she would do that whole kind of rock punk burlesque type music. Yeah. Just yeah. I can totally just see her as Sam and you don't have to change the name. It Sam is pretty gender neutral. Right. Could be Samantha. Yeah. So who do we want to do next? Um well so um Ugarte is kind of a small role, but a pivotal one. He's the one who has the uh, the letters of transit right. that kind of kick off the whole thing because you need papers to get out of Casablanca. Um, and he has two of them, which leads, you know, either Rick can leave with Ilsa and leave Victor Laszlo stuck in Nazi-occupied territory not able to do his thing or Ilsa and Victor Laszlo could go, or I suppose they never really investigated. What if Rick and Victor go and just leave Ilsa behind? Yeah. Well, that doesn't seem like a good choice, but I mean, it's a choice. It is. It's a kind of choice. Anyway. So Ugarte is the, the guy uh, played by, um, um, Oh, who's that actor? I do not know, but while you look that up, I will, um, I'll do my choices then real quick. Okay. So for Ugarte, I chose uh, Terrence Howard. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bit role, and if you haven't noticed, I picked a lot of people from Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> have you 
have you seen Iron Man recently? Is that what kind of sparked? No, I just like all those We've talked about this off podcast, how sometimes we end up casting people from stuff that we've seen recently. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any of the Iron Mans recently, um, but it seems like that's that's my thing Peter Lorre is is the actor I was thinking of. Okay. But yeah, Terrence Howard, I think, could play that role really well and just kind of be that criminal type. He's Mm -hmm. not a super bad criminal, but... No. He gets caught and... yeah. Yeah, wants to get out. Or the other choice I did was or Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. Who already Very plays good. kind of that criminal from... Right. Definitely be a, a common comedic part, too. Or... Criminal, but sympathetic. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So like, those... you kind of get it. He's the kind of criminal who would, like, steal a loaf of bread for his adorable daughter. Right. Just, you know, off the top of my head. Or if he was, you know, <laughs> in house arrest, he would make his whole house into some kind of amusement park heist and teach her how to steal right right yeah you know i never okay that's a whole sidetrack thing yeah (laughs) he was teaching her how to steal yeah you're right um that was ant-man and the wasp uh so my choice for ugarte john boyoika Ooh, i like that i like finn right you just picture him he's he looks really good when he's sweating (laughs) <laughs> like he's being hunted by Nazis and everybody else in Casablanca, he'd be sweating. Yeah. Also, it's hot, and I think it's you know it's Africa, right near the equator. Uh, it's northern Africa, near the Mediterranean. Yeah, but it's still it's still near the equator, right? Um, sort. It's closer than we are. Yes, that's that's literally what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then my second choice for my all female version of. Uh, Casablanca, Whoopi Goldberg. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can totally see her. Yeah. Definitely sympathetic to her. and she I can hear her saying, you despise me, don't you, Rick? <laughs> Which is a line of cartoons. Yes. Yeah, those are my choices. I like them. I like them a lot. And then Casablanca being French-occupied territory, and this is after... Uh, the Nazis rolled into France and and Paris and took over France. So the Nazis are kind of in charge. So the local authority is Captain Renault. Yeah. Played by uh, uh, Peter Lorre. Yes. I think that's right. And he... No, isn't... that's uh, Claude Rains. Claude Rains. Okay. But yeah, Renault isn't exactly a bad, bad guy. He's just mm-hmm. doing... Well... well... He he's out for himself. Yeah. Um, he isn't really... He's a Vichy French. Right. Um, but he's still kind of sympathetic to Rick and the rest of them. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. He's not the villain of the film. No. He's a neutral, but, I mean, he's working with the Nazis. Right. He's a collaborator. Right? He's using the fact that he has a minor, a minor bit of political power to, like get dates with young women and take advantage of their desperation. So he's not, he's not like, you know, a neutral with a heart of gold, like say, you know, a Paul Rudd type. Right. I still think he's a bad guy. Yeah. But he's not like, (laughs) he does terrible things, but he's very charming about it. But yeah. Yeah. So who did you pick for Captain Renault? Um, Off of that same theme, I picked uh, Christopher Waltz. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Someone who's super charming and definitely would be act as your best friend and then stab you in the back. Yes. Just to get a little bit of Oh, head. yeah. Yeah. You would not trust him as far as you could throw him. But you'd yes. love him. But yeah, but he's like, wow, that guy is just... Yeah, God, I wish that guy it. wasn't wasn't so nice, or I would really be mad right now, <laughs> sitting in jail. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Christoph Waltz. Perfect. Um, and then the other choice, um, I don't think I've seen this actor play that kind of villainous or bad role, but mm-hmm. he is super charming, and right now he's super popular, and um, I did Chadwick Boseman. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, Black Panther. I think I would like to see him kind of in that that role and try and play kind of the seedier character, but he's also super charming. Mm-hmm. No matter what he does, he has kind of a smile on his face, whether he's going to stab you in the back in this film or be your best friend for a while until it doesn't benefit him anymore. Yeah, that would be interesting. You would not expect it from Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, and I think that, that would be... Unless that would, you knew the story already. Make the movie so yeah, much better. Yeah, that's good. Especially for newer audiences who would be seeing this probably for the first time. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. My choice, um, Captain Renault, um, and if I be- if I remember my research correctly, uh, he is actually French, of French descent anyway, Wentworth Miller. Okay. Um, known for Prison Break and playing Captain Cold in the DC TV universe, starting out on Flash. Um, he's one of those scenery-chewing actors who's just super fun to watch. You know, he really hams it up. He's got a, a great delivery. And, uh, like I said, I think I picked him because he's ac- actually of French descent. Uh... He would be fun in that role. And then in my other high concept version, uh, Lena Headey. Okay. Cersei from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and she's uh, she was on that Terminator TV show like 10 years ago or whatever. Done some other things. She was also in Judge Dredd, right? The one with... Uh, uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Mama Clan. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, she would be fun as uh, as uh, the kind of, you know, you like them, but you don't really want to trust them too far out of reach. Right. Uh, neutral sorts. Exactly. I like that. Next, I've got, we've, we've got two characters left. Um, Let's save the big villain for, uh, I think Strasser would would be the major villain, right? Yeah, so that leaves Ferrari. Let's do Ferrari next and then go the to... The head of the black market. Yeah, and, kind of the seedier character. Right. Again, the guy who's got his fingers in all the pies. Yeah. The who, person, I should say, since I'm doing my my thing. Who did you, um, who'd you choose? Come on, come on. Okay, this is going to be so obvious when I say it. Robert De Niro. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> of course it would be Robert De Niro. Definitely. Uh, he's, I mean, yeah. I mean, what more do I need to say? He's that kind of guy. Yeah. 
He's the black market guy who knows everything, who takes shit from nobody, who extracts a price from every dealing he has. Yeah. Take no shit. That's it. I like it. That kind of rhymes. Um, (laughs) And then uh, for my my concept version, Queen Latifah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I haven't ever really seen her play that kind of character, but that would be kind of cool to see. Um, she's been she's done some acting. I don't know if she still acts or not. I think she does. Um, she tended to end up in more comedic roles, but that might just because be because of where black actors and actresses end up. You know, back in ten, fifteen years ago, or whatever. But uh, yeah, I think she could do a great job as a kind of hard as nails. Um, black market dealer black market dealer in north africa yeah i like it i think she would yeah i would love to see what she does with that role Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah i haven't again i haven't seen her in too many of that role i don't think i've ever seen her in that kind of role but it would be cool to it would be fresh and cool to see her do that that's part of part of why i choose and i think you too i do too yeah some of the uh some of the actors i pick yeah, picking actors who you haven't seen do a certain role, and right now it's fantasizing how they would do that role, and it just kind of brings to life, it would bring to life that project. Oh, apparently she was in Girls Trip last year, 2017's oh, right, right, Girls right. Trip. I remember seeing ads for that. Uh, but she also did money. a Jimmy Fallon movie in 2004 called Taxi, that's the kind of yeah. comedic role that I didn't really think. But she was in... Well, while you look that up, I will okay. say yeah, mine. Sorry. Um, so, Ferrari, I chose, um, I think he's another obvious role for this one, but uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, he kind of played that character, he played that character, that type of character a lot, but more recently, I would like the performance that he gave in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of role I see Ferrari as in this modern update. Mm-hmm. Someone that, yeah, you have a history with, but yeah, you don't want to trust him. You don't want to owe him any favors. Right. Uh, you don't really want to get on his bad side either. Right. Right. Because he a... will betray you or make you pay for it. Mm-hmm. That's a good choice. I yeah. Like and my other one was um, Saeed Tao-Maui. Mm. He was in Wonder Woman. Uh, he was Chris Pine's uh, number two guy. Oh, the little, right, the little team that they put together. Was yeah. he the sniper guy? No, he wasn't the sniper guy. He was, I think, the other spy. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah, I definitely mispronounced his name, even though I have have it trying to write it down there. But, um, yeah, he was in Wonder Woman and... Yeah, I think he would do a, an amazing job in that role. Is again I'm looking at the wrong thing. What's his name again? Saeed Tawamawi. Um, Can you spell it for me? Yeah, it is. Uh, do you need the first name spelled too? Yes. Okay. S A I D. Last name T A G H M A O U I. Okay. Yeah. Google tells me he's a French-American actor and a screenwriter of Moroccan descent. Yeah, and that's another reason why I picked him for this film, because they are in Morocco, northern Africa. 
Oh, he's done. Okay. He's done a lot of TV. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Now that I see the picture. Uh, yes, I remember him yeah. very well. So I think he would he do. Was the, yeah, he was the sidekick for Chris Pine. Yeah. The guy who helped put together the team. Yep. Um, so yeah, I think he would do another great job. So I think that leaves Major Strasser left as the only character we haven't uncast yet. Right. Yeah. Um, want me to go first on this one? Yes. Okay. So he's the main villain of this movie. And he's just causing trouble like all Nazis do. And for that role, I tried not to pick the stereotypical uh, actor or actress who plays the uh, classic Nazi role. Like, I chose Christopher Waltz for another role, but he in Hollywood, I think he would usually get typically typecast as the Nazi role, as the villain. Right. Being a white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed German. German, yeah. Which Mm -hmm. I tried to stay away from. But mm-hmm. I still wanted to find an actor or actress who definitely could play the villainous role. Definitely, I don't like that person. And they mm-hmm. kind of. So I chose actors who kind of play that persona of being the bad guy. Um, my choice was. Um, first choice was Danny Hudson. And he was in Wonder Woman. And oh, okay. he was also in Wolverine. He played uh, Mars. No, he played the guy Mars was... Oh, the right, the doctor. The, the doctor, general guy. I don't think he is German, but he also played um, Major Stryker in Wolverine. Okay. So he plays that kind of big bad guy. I think that's the one... Wolverine movie. That's the Wolverine Origins, the terrible yes, one. The good one that I really like. <laughs> <laughs> With the terrible version of Deadpool. Okay, yeah, we don't Deadpool talk about well, Deadpool like... fixed it number two, so yes, he we're did. good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, that's a good choice. Yeah, and my second pick, Ian McShane. He mm-hmm. was... What? Yes. Yes, yes. He was in American Gods... He's been in a lot of other movies, and he definitely plays that villainous character. Yes. I like him. He's, um... He's, yeah. Brutal. (laughs) Yeah, he can be. And, yeah, so that's who I chose. Who'd you choose? Uh, My first choice for... And this might be one of the obvious choices that you were trying to go away from. Domhnall Gleeson. Okay. Yeah. Uh, plays the uh the space nazi in the uh, star wars uh sequels yeah last jedi and the force awakens um he's just i don't know he's just perfect for that kind of pinched face stick up his ass nazi guy who lords it over you when he has a lot of power and is super weasley and you know uh a coward when he doesn't have any power behind him. Right. I think he would be a good choice. Then for my uh for my concept version, uh Charlize Theron. Yeah. Come on. Come on. <laughs> She's I mean, she generally play plays good guys, but uh uh she could have a lot of fun playing a space Nazi or I not I keep saying space Nazis. Uh, a literal Nazi, a literal member of the 
Nazi war machine. Yeah. I like it. And having her uh, chew up the scenery with, uh, you know, Jennifer Connelly, Kate Blanchett, Gwyneth Paltrow. Who wouldn't want to see that? Right. That'd be, that'd be phenomenal. <laughs> I like it. I think, yeah, we chose a little bit different type other than Charlie's Theron, but your first choice was definitely different than mine mm-hmm. in the terms of when you see either Danny Hudson or Ian McShane on screen, you know, kind of like that's, oh shit, something's going to happen. Yes. These guys aren't going to hold back. Yeah, they have power and they're not afraid to use it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Donald Gleason one, I can see, yeah, that's kind of more of the Nazi that we see a lot of too, at least now nowadays. Right. Where they have that little tiny bit of power, but as soon as you confront them or take that away or challenge them, they're going to be that fall big. apart like a house of cards. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like I like those two different versions of of that same character. So well, we that's do- the thing is the role the all of these roles. I mean, that's kind of a core concept of our podcast. It's all of these roles depends on what the actor brings to it, what the writer brings to it. So you can kind of edge it one way or another just by who you pick to play the part right so should we do the final casting call yes okay for rick who do you who are you gonna choose so um this is this might make short work of it but i really want to see my all female version or generally all female version of uh, Casablanca. So I think I'm just going to pick those picks down the line. Okay. So Perfect. that leaves it on kind of on you. Oh. So who did you pick? Who do, who do you like for Rick? Well, for mine, I like Anthony Mackie. Mm-hmm. For my uh, Ilsa, I like... Oh, fuck. So, reminder, my Rick was Jennifer Connelly. Yeah. Uh, my Ilsa. Ilsa, I think I'm going to have to go with... Damn, I I like Rachel Wise and Gail Gadot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know who to choose, but I think I'll go with Rachel Wise. Okay. Yeah. If I'm having, yeah. Having to choose, I think I I could see her do that. She has a bit more experience under her belt. I think that would be a good choice. Yeah. Um, for my La- Elsa was Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yep. For Laszlo. Um. I'm going to go with Benicio del Toro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a great Benicio del Toro. I mean, uh, Laszlo. Benicio del Laszlo. Yeah. Toro del Benicio. Maybe you could just rename the character a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Uh, My Laszlo was Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Okay. Uh, Sam, I think I'm going to go with Don Cheadle. Mm Mm-hmm. Good choice. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy for mine. Um... Ugrat, Ugat, Ugarte, Ugarte. I'm gonna go with Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Renault. Captain Renault. Uh, my pick was Lena Headey. Who did you? Who do you want to pick among your choices? I think Christopher Waltz would do a phenomenal job, but I I'm gonna pick Chadwick Bo- Boseman. Just because I want to see what he would do with that role. Yeah. And I think 
he would play that perfectly in that situation. Yeah. I know really Christopher good. Waltz would do it just as well, but I would love to see Christopher uh, Chadwick's performance in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ferrari? Ferrari. Uh, mine was Queen Latifah. I'm going to go with Lawrence Fishburne. Okay. Very good choice. And, and Major Strasser. Strasser. I'm going to go with Ian McShane. Charlie's Theron. Well, that's it, folks. That's all she wrote. Yep. Tell us what you think. They can uh, they can email us somewhere. Or is it something? They should email us something at uncasting.com. Yeah, it's definitely something at uncasting.com. Mm-hmm. Or max at uncasting.com. Uh, where else can people find you on the internet, Max? Oh, well... I have my little birdies everywhere on the internet, and one of the <laughs> one of those birdies is called Twitter, and it's at my name Max Brum. You can also find me on Instagram at the same at Max Brum. Mm-hmm. You can also find the show at Uncasting Pod on Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. Facebook and Twitch. Uh huh. Right. Twitch, we're still Uncasting Podcast because we can't change that yet. Yeah. Where can the lovelies find you? Uh, I can be found uh, primarily on Twitter and Instagram as at Lunar Obverse, L-U-N-A-R-O-B-V-E-R-S-E. Um, we, uh, we also both uh, post, you know, Uncasting Pod. Uh, and uh, the podcast itself can be downloaded and found in any and every podcasting directory or app uh, we can find. Yep. We are easy to find and download. So yeah, make, make sure to like if like if you like us. Subscribe if you want to keep listening to us. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want, we, we love it when you engage on the social medias, either our personal pages or on the actual um, podcast's social media pages. Right can write us letters you can leave us reviews we will read the reviews if you give us a five star give us a five star review you have carte blanche we will read your review on the air yep so make it as funny or as raunchy or if you want brian and i to say something really funny we will do that if you give us a five star review yes um if you don't do it on apple make sure you link it to us that you gave us the review so we can see it Mm mm-hmm even though we, I, at least I know I'm checking daily. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But in case we miss it, just link it to us that you did the five-star review, and we will make sure it gets read on air. Very good. So, so thanks yep. for listening. Thanks for listening. And I think this is the beginning of a beautiful podcast. <laughs> Boop. <laughs>